WikiLeaks raises questions about internal fraud at financial institutions, and the Fed Reserve of Atlanta shares insights about the future of mobile and electronic payments. Hi, I'm Tracy Kitten with Information Security Media Group, here with the Week in Review for Friday, December 3rd, 2010. As the WikiLeaks controversy brews, corporate ethics, privacy, and the rights of whistleblowers are hot topics. But what about security? An access governance system might have prevented the unauthorized download of State Department reports, but experts say internal systems can only go so far. In a large organization such as Bank of America, which WikiLeaks has suggested could be its next target, thousands of internal Microsoft documents are saved and sent via email a hundred times over during the course of just a few days, says Andy Grunewald, an IT security expert. Every time a file is sent, it's replicated thousands and thousands of times, Grunewald says. Companies can try and encrypt that information, but the reality is that something is going to go wrong because there is always a copy somewhere. Grunewald calls it the so-called PC era's ending, an era that's been complicated by the emergence of mobility. The future of secure file access and transmission, he says, can only exist in the cloud. Computing in the cloud puts everything in one place and eliminates the need for information storage on hard drives and thumb drives, which also limits chances for leaks. Besides, access to information in the cloud can be limited by privileges granted only to select employees. The need for human access proves the PC era is broken, Grunewald says. The sooner we move on, the more secure we will all be. Now, right after this short break, I'll be right back with more news highlights from our week. From WikiLeaks to payments, the e-commerce business shift and emergence of real-time interaction is impacting every link in the payments chain. For Fed Reserve Bank of Atlanta's Cindy Merritt, that shift, while exciting, is also posing unforeseen challenges for banks and credit unions. A payments convergence is taking place, and it involves more than mere banking channels. Merritt, Assistant Director of the Fed Reserve Bank of Atlanta's Retail Payments Risk Forum, says emerging technologies are bridging banks to social networks and setting the stage for cross-border payments. Those bridges are also opening doors for connections between merchants and telcos and bringing unbanked consumers closer to more traditional financial services. Payments are quickly migrating from paper to electronic format, Merritt says. The problem for banks and credit unions, however, is that electronic payments also create opportunities for non-traditional financial services providers, and that means more competition and more risk. Don Rhodes, Senior Director of Risk Management Policy for the American Bankers Association, says financial institutions cannot afford to ignore the trends. Cross-border payments are increasingly becoming an issue, Rhodes says, and emerging technologies, some of which fall outside existing regulatory structures and mandates, are posing competitive challenges and security concerns, especially for mid-sized and smaller institutions. As this emerging market grows, banks will have to take serious looks at all of these services, Rhodes says. And what will be the greatest task security organizations and professionals are faced with in 2011? We close out the week with a one-on-one -on -one interview with IBM Vice President of Security Strategy, Kirsten Lovejoy, who says the complexity of global security compliance may be the greatest task facing IT professionals in 2011. The global compliance landscape creates unique challenges for organizations across industries, Lovejoy says, but the greater issue is prioritizing how institutions will respond. Here is Kristen Lovejoy. The four key ingredients to a well-architected enterprise, which is you know, sort of the way in which we manage risk within IBM, is number one is to implement an appropriate governance model. Um, and so that is a governance model which allows for risk to be quantified and tracked 
at the most senior levels of the organization and for there to be mechanisms by which you can monitor risk to the lowest levels of the organization. So that's one. Two, um, important is focus on standards. Um, I truly believe that in order for an organization to achieve any level of security, um, we must have visibility. In order to get visibility, one must have an infrastructure that allows one to gather data on the effectiveness of control within the underlying um, sources. That can't happen if your infrastructure doesn't plug into um, one another or you're not using common uh, reporting formats. So a focus on standardization is important. Third is a focus on assurance. Going back to this concept that you know security must be designed in, I would argue that every organization needs to adopt policies and principles that are implemented within the development organizations or adhere to within the development organizations. And then you take those concepts and you apply them to the employees so that on an ongoing basis they understand what their responsibilities are. And then finally, a characteristic of an effective organization is intelligence. It's the capacity to monitor emerging threats, to monitor, you know, sort of your own risk profile, and then to feed that information back into the governance model. So again, governance, standards, assurance, intelligence are all the key characteristics of managing such a large environment. That's this week's Week in Review. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tracy Kitten. Have a great week.